This is Suno India Production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now. Hi, I'm Grishma Kuttar and this is episode 8 of Dispatches from Manipur. Nine villages from Saikul subdivision and two villages from the island subdivision have been burned down in the last 3 days. Close to 2000 people from the Kukizo tribes have been displaced from these villages and are now in relief camps, homeless. Far from de-escalation of violence, there has been provocation by Meite organizations to indulge in more arson fueled by misinformation campaigns. The Kokomi short for Coordinating Committee on Manipur Integrity which is a group of valley based Meite CSOs released a statement using terms such as in quotes narco terrorists wandering terrorists to refer to those belonging to the Kukizo tribes alleging that they are in quotes Myanmar nationals who aren't from Manipur the Kokomi called all citizens to come together to uproot these in quotes narco terrorists this statement calling for violence was shared widely by infal based media organizations and is circulating without any form of intervention from the state government or the central government this is happening while there is close to no reportage in manipur about the condition of the displaced persons from the 11 villages that were burned down in the last 3 days Home Minister Amit Shah had promised for intervention from central forces to control the situation and there is a wide expectation from the Kukizo tribes that are facing violence that the central government would come to their rescue in fact in episode 6 i had mentioned that the gorkha regiment had tried to contain the situation in khamanlok as i was told this is the case by the officials but this account from an elder of d likob village points to the contrary Here is Tang Konggam Thautang's account about what transpired at his village Guojang before he fled. Kaganthe le tawin kei ta saying jong ganthe ta in hinko kamangin kain le kalojo se akihal hain. Galjamin kaumjo. At present we are struggling a lot and because of uh, this incident uh, we have been leaving our home our native village our ancestral land and uh, we are uh, moving to other place in search of safety so when the incident happened the state government doesn't take any action the central government uh, doesn't take any action of course the central government has sent some uh, paramilitary light as gr they stationed there however on the same day the firing took place they just uh so some blank fire and they did nothing other than that uh, so our house has been ablaze and then our property has been lost uh whatever we dress whatever we can carry in our side bag we uh, we could we carry and uh, we are running for our uh, safety of the life and we are presently staying at saizang in a refugee camp When I contacted the commanding officer of the Gorkha regiment stationed at Khopibang on 14th June to check if they are trying to protect other villages that are left he refused to comment Later that day the four villages that were standing were also burned down Volunteers from these villages who are guarding their villages told me that after the 12th there have been no army personnel in the vicinity Lucy a resident of Khopibang who I interviewed in my previous episode went back to her village on the 13th to see if there is anything left of her village 
She said that she didn't see any central forces in her region when she went back. In the video that she shared with me, which she shot while she was there, I couldn't spot any army personnel as well. The number of villages burned down in Cycle Assembly constituency now stands at 81, with more than 50 just in June. Almost all Cookie villages from island subdivision have now been wiped out, with the official number of villages being burned down at 48, including the two from yesterday. The number of displaced persons has crossed 40,000. The CM hasn't visited any of these camps in the hill districts or is yet to speak to representatives of the hill districts. After the central home minister's visit where he assured those from the Cookie community of immediate help, there has been no reduction in violence. The SP of Kangpopi told me that the villages in Khamanlok faced continued arson. There was exchange of fire between the armed Meite groups from the mobs and the Cookie village volunteers of the nine villages leading to loss of lives. the number of dead is yet to be ascertained the sp told me that since all the nine cookie villages in the region now stand burned down there has since been a deescalation of violence i spoke to tangjalon mate the media and security coordinator of the cycle relief committee about the increase in internally displaced persons due to the violence and how the community is coping with this sir it's been more than uh one and close to one and a half months since okay, yes. uh they since they've been burning down villages in cycle as we speak there are reports that another village is being burned down uh close to kopibang uh and uh, when i went to dongsong the villagers said that they didn't see when they were exiting their village as it was being burned down they didn't see armed forces there so pretty much it's like that area is uh there's nobody in the area so in this situation how is it that the community is responding uh you know to this continued violence uh actually uh two agr was stationed at uh have been stationed at uh hopibum we were hoping that uh they would at least uh prevent further attacks in those areas but uh unfortunately the 28 gr station there was not responding so the people uh comprises of around eight villages in that location are left to you know they're helpless and there's nobody to help them so security forces the station there did not respond so obviously a large mob as was reported collected from uh, nongsum village uyumpo kb and then uh, aritkhon all have gathered and they are assisted by manipur police commandos and irb personnel and that's how they escalated the attack and then burning down villages so far four villages have been reportedly burned as these uh, nine villages four of them are burned and five more are in the line of fire right and the only people that the displaced people or you know others from the villages have to turn to is the community itself so how is the community coping with this and how is it that you are uh, you know providing uh, you know either rescuing them or providing space for them how is the community coping uh in that connection we are uh, setting up some uh, over 40 relief camps in around saikul this uh, block headquarter so uh, we are uh, giving them accommodation We're giving them uh, food 
We are giving them clothes and some basic uh, requirements till now. But we don't know how long these uh, uh, food grains and other essential uh, items will be available. We can't say that. But also, sir, this is an issue of national security, right? This is a national issue, clearly, because just in the last three days, there are 1,500 people who are displaced. In the last month or so, more than 40,000 people. We don't, we've lost track of numbers. So when a national, this is clearly a national Mm -hmm. issue, yet there is no clear way in which the central government or the state government has offered help to the community or to the displaced people. How do you respond to that? Actually, uh, the ground situation, the escalation of further violence has to be controlled by the center paramilitary forces were deployed. Uh, unfortunately, uh, such deployments are not very much seen in, in, the, in the periphery areas, those areas, vul- vulnerable areas bordering Kuki and Meite loca- localities. Uh, we had been alerting uh, even the security advisor and then SP of Kangbu people's and then other uh, paramilitary agencies for deployment of uh, more security forces in those vulnerable vulnerable areas, especially those uh, areas located in the periphery of Kangbu district. But uh, the response from the agencies are minimal, and then uh, so that uh, that's a, that's the reason why uh, those uh, villages could not be protected, and then. When tensions escalate, uh, escalated, uh, for instance, the uh, Haminlok area, it was started on 12th, that means uh, two days ago. Of course, uh, the first day, the security forces could not intervene. I agree, at some point. But the, from the second day, it is a matter of surprise. They didn't react till now. So the mob, the Maytay mob are let loose and they randomly... Uh, enter the locations and run down whatever villages they want. So that is the uh, situation. I also met with the SP of Kangpopi, Mr. Manoj Prabhakar, to understand how him and his team have been trying to bring the situation under control. In the past uh, three days, there has been escalated violence in the borders of Kangkopi, which is in cycle. And uh, there are reports that there has been a de-escalation of violence since yesterday night. I just want to understand what the police forces and the central forces are trying to do to bring the situation under control. So uh, now we are placing central forces in the buffer zones, uh, in the areas where uh, the violence has happened and uh, where we feel it is more vulnerable, prone to violence. And uh, central forces will be in the buffer area. Uh, they will provide a uh, sense of secured uh, sense of security to both the communities on either side of the borders. And uh, apart from that, we are also speaking to the leaders from the both the communities, asking both of them to adhere to the curfew regulations and to uh, not to go, not to make any offensive measures against the other community. That's what we are doing now.